This is Life in FM, the Good Shepherd Fargo Moorhead podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm Pastor Taylor, your host, and this week I had the privilege of kicking off our new teaching series called Thankful, with a focus on being thankful in all circumstances, but not for all circumstances. This is Life in FM. Well, it's hard to believe we're already into the month of November, but here we are, inching closer to the weather change that's sure to last from at least Advent to Lent. And while I shouldn't speak it into existence, the holidays and all the dynamics that come with them are right around the corner too. But after a few years of canceled or changed plans and the uncertainties that came with them, I'm thankful to be entering into this holiday season. Now, This week, we kick off our new preaching series called Thankful which will challenge us to give thanks in all circumstances. And it's timely, not just because Thanksgiving is right around the corner, but because we're called to be thankful by God for each other. But why is this important? And how does it relate to my faith? Well, I'm glad you asked. Have you ever gone out of your way to help someone? Now, maybe it was a big ask that took some major effort or resources. Or maybe it was simply a kind gesture that was not even requested. But you noticed a need and you thought, hey, I could be helpful here. Whether big or small, the assumption that I have is that if you've ever even remotely been aware that someone has helped you out, the natural response is, at the very least, thank you. So as people of faith, why isn't saying thanks to God something that we're accustomed to doing? Now, it might be our saint and sinner complex, or it might be that saying thanks in general isn't quite as second nature as it should be. When I was a seminary intern, I shared an office at my last church with six other pastors, something I wasn't always thankful for, and one of their names was Chick Lane. While sharing an office wasn't always ideal, we were all part-time, so the bullpen was where we called our home away from home. I'm thankful for the small talk that we shared in that office space when our hours for the week did line up. Now, he was Mr. Stewardship and all about the importance of a strong thank you and respond to someone encouraging or supporting you in your life. And so when I start to think about what this looks like, uh, I'm just really encouraged and challenged today to share with you what Chick taught me. Now, he's also an author, and in his book, Ask, Thank, Tell, Chick talks about the Apostle Paul someone that we've looked at intensively over this past month in our On Mission teaching series. If you missed any of them, I encourage you to go back on Facebook or YouTube to watch, or simply listen weekly to our podcast, which shares our sermons. In his focus on Paul, Chick points out that Paul regularly uses his letters as opportunities to thank God for his fellow believers. Romans, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, and Philemon. They all contain statements of thanks to God for Paul's fellow believers and their faith. Philippians 1, 3 through 5 is typical. I thank my God every time I remember you, constantly praying with joy in every one of my prayers for all of you because of your sharing in the gospel from the first day until now. Now, there are two important things to notice in Paul's thanksgiving. First, he seems eager to give thanks. This provides a great model for us. We should be equally eager to give thanks for those to whom we share the faith in Jesus. And second, he tells people that he thanks God for them. Sometimes we need to say thanks directly to people. And sometimes when we genuinely feel moved to do so, we should thank God in our prayers for the work of specific people. When we do this and then tell that person that we thank God for them in our prayers, 
we've taken our Thanksgiving to a whole new level. Now, I think Chick Lane does a good job of pointing out to his audience, which is most certainly but not limited to Lutheran pastors, is equipping us with the reminder of what is important, the things to equip you with. Now, his focus on Paul's eagerness to not only give thanks, in this case to God for humanity, but then to turn around and tell humanity just how thankful you are and that you give God thanks for them, it's a compelling example of how simple it can be to practice discipleship and evangelism. If we're willing to simply say, thanks. The doors that can open from a shared moment of gratitude and thankfulness could be above and beyond what we even think is manageable. So what compels you to say thank you to someone? And how can that thank you make a difference? Not just in that moment, but from that moment on. Now, if I can be honest with you today, this call to say thanks is also a bit convicting because it not only challenges my approach to saying thank you, but it forces me to acknowledge that I may not actually give thanks in all circumstances to God, to you, for the many things that I appreciate in life. Now, this lack of thanks, it's not even intentional. And I'm often not even aware that there's a void in my thankfulness. Overall, I think my gratitude's pretty solid. But what if my overall feeling of gratitude and thankfulness are only affecting me in the moment of something great? What if I'm only grateful when I'm feeling blessed, like everything is gonna go my way? What if I'm actually being called to be thankful, not for all circumstances, but in all circumstances? and to do something about it. In Psalm 136, we're reminded of the who, what, where, when, and why of thanking God. The beginning of the Psalm says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his steadfast love endures forever. In fact, we see this time and time again throughout this entire chapter of the scriptures, that God's love is substantial. And it not only meets us exactly where we're at today, but promises to journey with us through the highs and lows, when our cup is overflowing and when it's bone dry, when we have much to be thankful for and when it all feels like there's nothing to celebrate. And it's for those moments that may appear to be glass half empty moments at best, where we see the truth of the psalmist's words at the end of this chapter, where it says, it is he who remembered us in our lowest state, for his steadfast love endures forever and rescued us from our foes, for his steadfast love endures forever. Who gives food to all flesh, for his steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the God of heaven, for his steadfast love endures forever. And I'm thankful for these words today, because I know that there are people here that are feeling low, who are feeling under attack or less than, who are hungering physically and spiritually. And it's in those moments where thanks can be difficult to muster, that we're once again reminded that God's steadfast love endures forever. Forever. And that means it covers us in this very moment and goes with us from the sanctuary into the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the thanks and no thanks that we encounter until we gather for worship again in person or online. And it's all of those moments that are met with a love that perseveres on our behalf forever. And there will be moments where it's an easy ask, other times where it might seem impossible. And maybe even we'll have an uncertainty of how to go about giving thanks to God, especially when it doesn't seem easy to do so. But Paul's advice to the Thessalonians is spot on for us today as well. 
no matter what's going on in your life, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and give thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. When it seems impossible, turn to these words. But when things are great, turn to these words too. It's when we allow it to be part of our routine in all circumstances that we can truly give thanks in all circumstances. Rejoicing and praying means that we're actively connecting with God. And it's not a relationship you set aside for the next six days until we have the chance to do church again. It's a daily thing. And each of our faiths are going to be fed differently, much like many of the ways that we live out our faith in this world isn't going to be a one-size-fits-all carbon copy approach. There are differences among us. But the consistency among us is God's love. That's why this church matters. Young and old, in between, faithful, seeking, snarky, frustrated, hurt, and hopeful, all God's beloved, and all invited to be thankful. In a way that joins God's call to love God and neighbor, Paul's call to give thanks to God and neighbor, and our church's call to gather, grow, and go with God and each other in ways that pass on grace and hope, peace and love to the faithful and all creation, so that all may know the Good Shepherd and have abundant life in his name. And the abundance that comes in Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is something to be thankful for. Imagine the differences that would take place in this world, let alone our own lives, if we were full of thanks, if we lived active lives of faith, if we put others first, if we trusted God. Today, as we celebrate All Saints Day, I'm thankful for the saints, past, present, and future, that have helped to shape my faith. I'm grateful for the saints of Good Shepherd that have claimed their baptism and heard the words, well done, good and faithful servant. And I'm grateful for the youngest of God's beloved that hear promise, not just from what Jesus has done for them, but from the very people in these pews that pray and proclaim Jesus' love for them. I'm grateful for what God has done, is up to, and will do. And I'm thankful to be on mission with you. Today is the day that you have made, so I'll rejoice and be glad in it, says the scriptures. I won't worry about tomorrow. I'm living, giving you my joys and sorrows. And if you lead me, I will follow. I'm trusting in what you say, God. So let today be a day where we take an intentional step to live a life full of thanks, loving God and neighbor, now and forever. Amen. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, check back weekly for new content, and if you'd like to support this important ministry of Good Shepherd, you can go to our website, knowthegoodshepherd.org giving for a one-time or recurring gift, or you can text a dollar amount to the number 84321. Thanks for being a part of the community here at Good Shepherd. This is Life in FM.